0: I think that's it. think that's it? You ready for top ten? Yeah, yeah. Anybody else ready for top ten tonight? Yeah? All right. If you have not done so, please make sure to get on Waypoint's Facebook page, uh, the top ten. It's just called Waypoint's Top Ten. Yeah. And you can make all these smart-aleck answers to our topic each week. And since we are 14 years old, that's right. our topic for this week happens to be top ten signs, you're getting old. Getting old. All right, so... And everybody in here is getting older. Every minute that passes, it's just the way that it works. All right? So, hey, it beats the alternative. That's true. It beats the alternative. Yeah. Being dead. I'd rather be old. All right. I'd rather be old than dead. (laughs) All right. Number 10 sign you are getting old is your grocery list contains prune juice. Prune juice. It's right there. Because nobody drinks that. When they're young. No, not no, really. Doesn't happen. Not really. Doesn't happen. Got all these people agreeing and telling stories out there. Do you hear that? <laughs> all right, here we go. Number, number nine sign you're getting old is this. In a hostage
1: situation, you're released first. <laughs> that's the sign you're getting older. Like, no, send this guy out. Yeah, that's the- he, he might die any time. <laughs> Just get him out of here. Okay,
0: that's, that's not good. That's not good. All
1: right. Number eight sign
0: you're getting old
1: is... Can you type this in 72 font so I can read it? So it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, or or you just if you got a smartphone and you know how to use it, I'm just saying. <laughs> you can take a picture and zoom in on it, too. Yes, you can. I
0: love the little fact that you can adjust the size yeah. of font in the Bible app mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's I need
1: one letter per screen, though. That's kind of how uh, I am. <laughs> that, that you're playing, what's, what's that Wheel of Fortune game? You're, that's what you're playing. You okay. use one <laughs> letter at a time. All right. Number seven sign,
0: you're getting old, happens to be, when you can count your wrinkles like tree rings. So it just... is. I didn't come up with that one. I'm, I, I'm good. I'm 14. I don't know what to tell you. I'm 14. Okay. All right. (laughs) Well, that hit way too close to home, man. (laughs) People are like, I'm going to mutiny. All right. Here we go. (laughs) Number six sign you're getting old is the number one sign you're getting old is, shoot, I forgot what I was going to say. Where are we? There you go. What are we doing? Shoot, I forgot. I okay, know. all right, there you oh, go. That's, that's, yeah, right, that's, that's a sign you're getting old. Okay, it's time for some church. <laughs> <laughs> Number five sign you're getting old happens to be hair disappears from where it used to grow and reappears in wrong places. That just
1: yeah, like that's a sign. Like right here? Yeah, your ears. I just had to your nose when you're I braiding did. them. Yeah, that's yeah. Not good. That's not I good. uh, I, I trimmed those up today because it's a birthday and I want to look good, you know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this alright, number four sign Love you're getting me. old is you know how to make a cursive cue that's right because they don't teach that anymore who knows how to do cursive cues I don't yeah Colleen does in her
0: class but nobody else teaches it alright, number three sign you're getting old happens to be people think you're Gil's dad <laughs> I didn't write this. <laughs> I just laugh and put it on the screen. That's all I do. It's not me. That's dangerous. That's, That's bad. <laughs> wow. Okay. The number two sign you're getting old happens to be the expression back in my day gets used at least once a day. So, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. back in my
1: day. Back in that, my there day. You there
0: you go. All right. And the number one sign you are getting old is your mind
1: says yes, but your body says no way. No, nope. no, nope. I can't do it. No, nope. can't do it. Used to, yeah. not Back anymore. in my day, <laughs> Back, yeah, that's right.
0: Back in almost my almost every day. conversation I have with Gil is, you know, I used <laughs> to. Okay, and yeah, it's just it's not good. Uh,
1: <laughs> that's, that's old, old school. school.
0: Why don't you pray for All us? All right, us guys, keep going.
1: let's bow our heads. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you what uh, uh, the past uh, few years have looked like, and Lord, we just. We just sit here and as we reflect on, on the last few months of what you've done in this community and through this community, um, Lord, that we would just give you the praise and the honor and the glory for uh, trusting us, um, this group of people that uh, just uh, love you and love to seek you and, and uh, um, do it in our own unique way. God, And I just thank you for putting us together. So God, we ask that you would be here tonight and everything we speak from here is, is all for you and we thank you for what you've done. And it's in your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Here we go.
2: At our church, Jesus is Lord. That single belief calls us together as a community and sends us into our world with hope and purpose. At our church, your past will never define your future. There's always redemption, which means there's always a brighter day. At our church, we don't think we're better than any other church out there. We're just doing our best to become our best. At our church, we want you to believe in God, but we also want you to know that God believes in you. We are not against people who don't attend church anywhere. Instead, we pursue them with love, the very same love that's pursuing us. At our church, we're learning to serve God with all our hearts, and we're learning to worship Him with all our lives. And if you're looking for the perfect church, we're not it.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. The uh, the elders and I have been uh, over the last, I got a bad cable there, hang on a second, hang on, there we go. Uh, we've been uh, wrestling the last couple of months, uh, trying to figure out exactly what would be the best way mm-hmm. to kind of celebrate 14 years and what, what this evening should look like. And so uh, we thought that maybe we would just have some of our, our own people that we've already kind of spoken to. Uh, come on up and we would do a little impromptu question and answer time Mm -hmm. uh, about what God's been doing in their life through this community and just have some of the the testimonial uh, that way so uh, we've asked a few people Uh, Corey would you uh, please come on up and and Jake and Jesse and Ken and let's see we had Corey and Shauna, where's Shauna?
1: Shauna's upstairs.
0: Shauna's got to walk all the way from the balcony. All come right. on down. All right, right, and Janine, come on up here. All right, give them a hand, would you? There you go. That's right. Have a seat wherever there, guys. Well, wait. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. We're, we're we got. Here comes Corey. <laughs> Jake just said the last time I was on a bar stool, it just wasn't good. All right, so welcome to church. All right, so come on up, Shauna, You're worth waiting for. It's cool, no problem. All right, so uh, we're gonna uh, pass around the mic, and we're just gonna kind of do some some impromptu sort of. Discussion, because I think it's so important, guys. That that church isn't just about coming and listening to a message. Church is about uh, uh, allowing the presence of God to change your life and, and to help you to to become the person that God created you to be in the first place. So instead of you guys having to deal with listening to Justin and I, we're going to have you listen to uh, to some of the people um, who uh, you know. Just as we prayed about it as elders, we're like, let's let, let's ask these people uh, to come and to share. So. Uh, we're going to kind of pass around just a little bit, um, and let's just do this quick question. Um, why don't you just tell everybody kind of who you are and how long you've been at WayPoints, just kind of a little introduction. Corey, would you want to start with that?
3: Yeah. Okay,
0: so my... About 10 years, okay. Yeah. That's all right. We got it. We got it. Keep going. All right.
3: Um, I
0: don't know what else did you want me to say? <laughs> that's, that's good. That's, that's good. good. Okay. All right. Ken, I'm going to hand you a wired one here, buddy, because that one kind of went out on Corey there. All right. Try that one. Oh.
4: I'm uh, Ken Stender, and I've been here for three or four years. I can't remember. but.
1: Because uh, <laughs> uh, you're getting old? Because <laughs> you're getting old? <laughs>
5: <laughs> My name is Johnson, and I've been here about the same three or
6: four years.
0: Okay, awesome. Just hold that mic over there. we got one over here.
6: So I'm Jake, and I've been going here for now two years. Okay. Uh, interesting way I came here. Uh, God ordained that, I think. Um, I found out about this church through an ad on Craigslist for free firewood. Met uh, Justin Van Patten <laughs> there, and uh, that's how I found out about this place. So The Lord did,
1: works in mysterious
2: I ways.
0: I didn't right. know
1: that story. That is kind of cool. <laughs> go sell firework, uh,
0: firewood on uh, Craigslist. Invite people to go. church. There you go. All right, excellent. <laughs>
7: I'm Shauna, and I've been going here for 10 years.
0: Yeah.
8: Yeah. I'm Jesse, and I've probably four years, I think. Yeah, something along those lines. Right around four years.
0: Okay, awesome, awesome.
8: Um,
0: Why don't we go with with this question next? Why don't you tell us a little bit about what was your life like before uh, coming to faith or before coming to Waypoints? Just tell us, just... Briefly, a little bit about what your life was like before we can get to what God's been doing. We kind of need to know where we came from. So, um, who would like to who would like to go? I have a microphone. Okay, you got a microphone. Get <laughs> <laughs> Corey a microphone. All right.
3: So, um, before I sort of come into Waypoints, um, the biggest thing that was happening in my life uh, was um, I had been estranged from my dad. Um, he had he was a uh, He was molesting my stepsister, actually, Um, when I was about 15, I found out, Um, and so I had a a strange relationship with him. I was very, like, angry and kind of bitter, and I didn't really want to be around a lot of people, Uh, very judgmental. I still struggle with that. That's an ongoing process, but, um, um, and then, uh, you know, I was going, it's, Silly. I was going into like a King Super's, um, and it happened to be Father's Day, and they were announcing it over the PA system about Father's Day, and I was so mad. I was like, "Why, God? I, I didn't even realize I was talking about, it, but it was why. It's not fair that I don't get to have that relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't get to have that. I was so mad, um, and I was walking into the card department, ironically, and. There was all these Father's Day cards, and I, so I wanted to get one, because um, it wasn't fair that I didn't have a relationship with my father. So I got one, and it wasn't really a Father's Day card. It was more of a like a forgiveness kind of card, and that's kind of what I wanted it to be. So um, it, I got the card on Father's Day. It took me a while to send it, because I had to like figure out what I was going to say, and the And then when I sent it, um, I was really nervous because I didn't know what to expect um, because I didn't know if he would want to talk about the situation. I mean, it had been eight years, um, had gone by since I had spoken to him, since I was, Mm -hmm. like, uh, just before I turned 16. It had been eight years. And um, it was that, like, act of forgiveness for me that actually – Kind of led me to wanting to have a a, a more uh, a better relationship with him, and also kind of opened me up a little bit to have um, to going to church. And um, my friend Erin, uh, uh, she's here today. She invited me to what we used to have. A, um, we don't do them very much, but a women's retreat. We did last we did last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she invited me to a women's retreat. She said it'll be okay. You know, my mom's coming. Um, and her friend's gonna be there, and so we're all gonna share a room, it's gonna be okay. And I was like, I don't know about this, I don't really <laughs> wanna go, I don't know these people, but if you're gonna be there, it's gonna be safe. Um, so like, I went and I just, I felt in that time that I was just, like not, that I wasn't being judged, that I wasn't being um, criticized or anything like that. I felt just free and that they um, cared about me even though I had never been there before. Um, so that's kind of what brought me to Waypoints. Awesome.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Ian.
7: Um
4: Where do I start? Uh, <laughs> I knew God, but he was an excuse of why everything was happening to me. Um... You know, we had to blame somebody. Uh, my health was deteriorating and I was miserable. I didn't like myself, so I made everybody else miserable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that went on for about. 10, 12 years. And my saint as a wife put up with me and I asked her why. After I went, I found Jesus. I asked her why and she said I just prayed to God and he told me to stay with you. Because there was something good there. But uh, to get there my wife, anyway, grabbed me by the collar, the shirt collar. And if anybody knows my dear wife, you know that she doesn't swear. <laughs> but she did that day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're going to, if you keep this up, you're going to lose me and your whole entire family. Kind of woke me up. And this was between November 11th, when I had my toes cut off, and Christmas. And the week of Christmas, of course, me losing my job and insurance, and we're behind in payments, and we're hurt. But to this day, out of 44 years of marriage, her and I agree that that was the best Christmas we've ever spent. And that was 2011 because we had care packages sent to our front door. They bring the doorbell and run. <laughs> and of course me with no toes couldn't catch them. <laughs> but that week of Christmas we had just so many knocks on the door and people not wanting to take credit for Jesus in their hearts. It made me realize that Jesus loved me. So I guess that's how I became, I really started believing in Jesus Christ. So,
5: So, um, my my life before I came to Waypoints was um, I went to another church and You know, I just kind of, I always knew God. I always talked to God. He was always like my invisible friend, always. But, and I just, I don't know. I went to other churches, and I just was kind of, oh, you know, they jumped all over the Bible. I didn't know the Bible. I didn't read it. I didn't really know Jesus. I kind of, I don't know how rude, I kind of thought of (laughs) him as a middleman between me and God, and I'm like, I already talked to God, so. You know, so it wasn't until I came here till to learn like, like, who Jesus was. And uh, so I'd be at my other church, oh, this is almost over. I'm gonna be like, my feet are hot, I took off. I'm like, Oh my god, then that's still I'm like oh, oh my god, oh yeah, they're singing, we're almost done. And Emma's like, Do I really wanna go this time? I don't really wanna go. And uh, and it wasn't then Val brought me here. We're sitting way up there at the balconies. Because I like had this, oh, my God, I can like bird's eye view of this church and check it out. And so uh, we're sitting up there, and Todd goes, you know, when you believe in Jesus, it's really hard. And I told him, no, it's not. It's not hard at all. It's supposed to make your life all easy. So I'm like, oh, psh, no way. So I go back to my old church, and I'm sitting there oh, with my feet hot and waiting for it to be over. And I go, oh, I'm not learning anything learning anything so it's of course it's easy so now i'm over here learning stuff it's like oh my gosh that's what it was that's what it was <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was missing and now I'm it.
0: there you go because
5: when i came here we were studying john which uh-huh. was amazing yeah so,
0: awesome
5: yeah. so <laughs>
8: best way to put it is I was a selfish little prick. <laughs> and my wife will atone to that. Amen. <laughs> uh, hey preaching. Okay, I was a pagan for a number of years. And I had gotten involved with uh, a motorcycle group that kind of took over my life and that was the predominant thing. Uh, Shaley and Colleen were behind, I didn't, I knew of God, I knew God, but he was never there for me after being through the Gulf War and everything that's come afterwards, Um, so March of 2013, I rolled my escape, and we went to go get my stuff out of it, and tow truck driver looked at me and said, you walked away from that? I said, yeah, I just bruised ribs, because you shouldn't have. <clears throat> we got home and Kling told me, you know, that's him trying to send a message to you. Yeah, whatever. Uh, in October of the same year, I uh, had an affair. And the shame and the guilt hit me so bad that I wound up trying to commit suicide. and was committed for a 72-hour hold in Fort Collins. And then, two weeks later, I find myself locked in a room with the Sons of Silence, the Mongols, the Banditos, and a number of uh, the Denver D- MCs that were very bad dudes. That uh, and I walked out alive. <laughs> Most people who don't don't walk out of that stuff. And I got home looked at Colina I said I think it's time for me to find a church (laughs) I think that was the two by four to the head I Shaley had been going to victory and I went or vineyard and I went with her I didn't really like it the next day she had an appointment where Donna Van Patten works I looked at Donna and I said you've talked to me about church where do you where do you go what is she said, oh, I go here to Waypoints, and we do Tuesdays and Fridays, and they serve dinner, and they, and they have popcorn, and Todd and Justin are just so great. And I'm like, okay. And I came that Friday night, and Justin walked up to me and started talking to me like I was, been here my entire life. And that made me feel at home, and I came for a couple weeks by myself. And, and then I brought Colleen, and she was still the rawness of the affair and, and everything. She was still iffy on if that was really changed. So it took a while, but it's now been four years and in that time, I've seen my life turn around and things are 110% better than where they had been. So you know, I got some great friends and love it. And my wife who I've been trying for years to get me to go to the Catholic church with her. <clears throat> and has now coming here, and I can remember her telling me when we were singing, I'm not going to be one of those people that raises my hand when we sing. Two weeks later, she's raising her hands when she <laughs> sings.
7: <So>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, to put a you know, my life was crap before I found waypoints. Um, you guys know some of the story. Um, I was with a man who struggled with addiction. And for eight years, you know, lies after lies after lies, um, I decided if I can't beat him, I might as well join him. And pff, ultimate wisdom there. Um, <laughs> and then in three years, I lost my house, I lost my kids to social services, I lost a child to death and um, lower than low. Um, even after uh, Joanna passed away, I dove back into the drugs and made that pain go away. And seven months later, we found out about this church that served food and we were starving. You know, there was no food in our house because we spent money on other stuff. Um, and the first time that I walked into Waypoints, everyone seemed happy to see me. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is this place? Um, and the, the next time I went, because, you know, food, uh, they remembered my name. I actually mattered. And you know, somebody cared you know, to remember me. To, I'm not just a statistic or a number. And um, that is what seriously brought me to, you know, I've got to learn more and kept coming back. Not just for the food, I started saving for the service. But um, it was awesome. And that's what brought me to Waypoints. Awesome.
6: So to get my story straight in everybody's mind, I have to start at the beginning, of course. Uh, I was molested as a child, raised in an abusive home, and forced to go to church. So those are the foundations that I had going for me when uh, I started to get some concepts about God and things that were going on. Uh, Drugs started when I was between 9 and 10 Alcohol, uh, a little bit of pot and LSD Uh, About 13, that stuff was picking up a little bit I wanted some attention Uh, I wanted to have people adore me, like me I wanted the glory I wanted to be the center of things Uh, So I made a pact with Satan uh, That if he would give me the things that I didn't think God would I would do whatever he wanted Um, Instant, instant Attention, all the things I wanted, but it ran downhill from there. Uh, without a doubt, it was uh, within three, maybe three years, I was addicted to cocaine. Uh, that's where my addiction started. It, it uh, turned into crack. Uh, from crack, it was to opiates. Uh, from opiates, I learned how to make meth, and it was cheap, so I started using that. Um, but throughout my life, I developed a major distrust of men. Uh, couldn't couldn't be around them, didn't like them. Like I said, molested, abused, uh, forced to go to church in the midst of all of that. Uh, so I had I had no trust in men. And then trying to get this concept of Jesus and God, he's a man, I couldn't do it. Uh, in 2004, some people talked to me, though. Uh, kind of brought me around. I was in prison. Uh, that's where I met Christ. It was uh, April 14th of 2004. Uh, after that point, I still spent eight years more in drugs Uh, my my journey has been one of learning it's been one of jesus saying come on get back up try again get back up try again we can do this let me show you how to do this let me introduce you to these people let me introduce you to these people Uh, so people have been pivotal in my life Uh, i stayed in a program for two years that was uh, 250 plus men Uh, and i thought that i learned how to trust men at that point in my life um, of course, five years of sobriety came after that, and I've had a few relapses uh, since then. Uh, and I can, I guess, we can give more of that story when we start talking about uh, the last year. Yeah.
0: Okay. Awesome. Thank you, Jake. Sure. So I'd like to turn and spend the rest of our time kind of talking about what what has this last year in your spiritual journey meant. Is there a specific lesson or something in this last year that God has just said, boom, you know, right? The, what Over this last year, what have you, and I'm sorry, Justin, I'm hug, hogging oh, all you're the time. Fine, you're fine. Uh, over the last uh, year, is there one thing or, or something that God has just really um, shared? Yeah, well, we want to focus just on this year. We ain't got all night, girl. Okay, all right, so... <laughs> Well, let's start with this side over here since, you know, they've made you go twice. So, Jake, how about you?
6: So, without minimizing anything that other men had been to me in my life, you know, my own dad started getting involved with me and stuff after I got sober. That meant a lot to me. Uh, But coming to trust men, coming to trust God is, like I said, it's been that process. Uh, It's taken, well, probably 10 or 15 years now, uh, and I'm still constantly learning and striving for that. So... Wild at Heart began to open the door for some of that. Uh, some of John Eldridge's stuff says that we seek validation. Uh, ultimately, God is the only one who can validate us. But for me, I'm one of those in the flesh people. So if another human being is not acting out some of the things that I know God is telling me, uh, so it, it's really hard for me to grasp that concept as I need the flesh. I need somebody right here in front of me uh, to show me God's love and to show me his affection. So I started to find that, like I said, in Wild at Heart, in the Warriors, and I started to develop some relationships here in Waypoint, Uh, but it wasn't until this last relapse uh, this year, actually, uh, things got really really bad. Um, I'd say full-blown relapse. I I don't know how else to describe it. Uh, Marriage completely in shambles on the rocks. Uh, Everything falling apart, Um, and God's reaching out to me again. Come on, get up, son. Get up, son. Get up, son. you know you've got another chance you can do this Um, but all I could say was I couldn't I I know Todd and Justin showed up that day uh, that I was in the hospital and all I could say is I can't do this I can't do this again I can't do this and they were encouraging and saying yes you can yes you can Uh, they actually had to walk me into the hospital I couldn't get out of the truck Um, so two men standing by my side not that others hadn't in the past but I just started to see something a little different two men standing by my side two men walking with me through this and and they're all I have waypoints is all I had I would come here in the middle of the day because I didn't feel safe anywhere else so I spent most of my days here until I got a job again and things started uh, coming back together for me getting back on my feet I had people helping me out uh, people giving me a place to live and that was really amazing Uh, I just saw the love that is so present in this place You know, if you're looking for Christ's love, you you look for it in all these places. You're you're always searching for stuff. Uh, If you can't find it here, I don't think you're looking for it because it's here. Uh, And so through the process of uh, coming back out of this relapse and mending a marriage, this church was God's hands and feet. They made it happen. They made it come together for me. And I don't just mean any of us sitting up here. There's tons of you guys out there. You know who you are. You've shown me love. You've lifted me back up. God has restored me through this church. Uh, But one specific thing that really meant a ton to me and really started opening my eyes to stuff, and I'm one of those people that's really loyal when people are loyal to me or they show me a little kindness. Um, In the midst of some struggles and things going on, uh, I was asked to leave the place I was staying Uh, at the time, and this was like midnight. I'd been here at the church. We were doing rehearsal of some sort. Uh, They started accusing me of not being where I said I was going to be, and things just got really rough for me, so I called Justin and Todd, and they showed up in the middle of the night ready to defend me to the ends of the earth. And I've never had a man do that for me in my entire life. And things started to change things started to click again I started to trust men a little bit more just a little bit more and I can give more to Jesus and more to God as a father because I'm starting to understand that stuff but it's been a long process I'm hard-headed I wrestle with God I'm, I'm Jacob I will wrestle with God and wrestle with God and wrestle with God asking for him to bless me the whole way but this church has been pivotal in giving me the blessing and getting me to the place of blessing, and getting me to identify some of the things that I've been through, some of the things that I I do, and then have helped to transform some of that, and to bring some newness out, and to soften the heart. So I'm very grateful for this place, and that's kind of been my last year. Awesome.
7: What? What was the question
0: again? What was the question? What got has solos. God shown me just this last yeah. year? Is there okay. like one lesson or one thing that God has shown Okay. Well, Atlanta you know
7: what? <laughs> what God has shown me is that uh, He is the complete God of restoration. Um, like in this, not well, it's more than this year. But um, total restoration of my family with my kids, and now I've got three grandbabies, and it's just you know it's He's going above and beyond. For what my stupid choices made me lose, and uh, it's just amazing the restoration that he brings, and I feel that you know I would never found that if I wouldn't have found him, found this place.
8: Awesome, thank you. <laughs>
1: That's good. That's good.
8: So this past year, well, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <I don't> know. <laughs> well, I, I've kind of felt um, where he wants me at by helping veterans has been a big direction that I've gone in. It's uh, with starting Overwatch and being the chaplain at the, at the Evans Post and reaching out and helping them has been a big help. And I've learned that I can depend on God. I can lean on God. We had a really rough, rough summer. July was absolutely horrible it's not something i really want to go into at this moment but it was really horrible but through it all i knew i could lean on god and i did and my wife knew if i could lean on god then she could lean on me because she needed somebody to lean on which in turn shaley knew that she could lean on us because we were able to lean on god so in that i've learned where i didn't have that before I could, that he's there for me to lead on and will lead me and take me by the hand and show me. So, awesome. Awesome. Thank you.
5: Well, um, this year I started the Tuesday Book Study, Yeah. which is awesome, awesome, awesome. And I've only missed because of work. That's, only of work. That's the only reason why I have on calling your it. boss. Because no. you make time for work. There you go, girl. told me you that, that. <laughs> and uh, and that's been really cool and like just the things I learned here like the verse by verse by verse oh my God, it's so amazing because I don't even know the Bible at all so it's like so cool and it actually makes me want to be a better person just for what I you've been teaching us you guys teach us I just want to be a better person not that I feel guilty that I have to be one I want to and so there's no like there's like woo party, I wanna be a better person, not guilt you have to be you know. And then of yeah. course you never you know, get that. So so I think uh, I love the book steady. I love like I love Tuesday, Friday and Book Steady. I mean I'm come here whenever I can. Because <laughs> you guys just lift me up. I feel so much better. I just wanna do good. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thank you.
4: So before I tell you my story, I would like you all to clap for yourselves, because these stories wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for your love.
0: That's right. That's Amen. Right. About a year ago,
4: well anyway, this whole year I've learned how to pray. Mm-hmm. The power of prayer. Not my will, his will. Um, Justin and I, and Todd and Justin and Jesse, and we had a Friday morning Bible study or a book study at 630. And Justin comes after the meeting. Everybody's still there. We're getting up and we're ready to leave. And he goes, God told me to ask if anybody wanted to climb a mountain with them today. (laughs) And our prayer...
8: <laughs> he
4: said Ken you can do it well at that time and today if I work, walk more than three blocks I got a rest to make the three blocks back uh, and I'm sitting there going I can't do this Lord he goes yes you can so I said Justin I'm going with you and his eyes got about this big so, I'm not this. carrying you down that mountain. <laughs> All right. So we drive over to Estes Park. We're at the base of a mountain at the YMCA. And we get out, he shows me the rock that uh, is up there on top of the mountain. That's where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: Where's said, the helicopter? I can't. I can't.
4: And that beautiful voice in your head said, Yes, you can. So I started walking, what was it, 150 feet, maybe yards, up. <laughs> it was up. <laughs> it was up. I had a, we had a stop two or three times before that 150 yards. And finally, the third time I'm going, <gasps> I can't breathe. I, I said, Justin, I can't go no farther. He says, why don't you pray? So all I did was, I just asked my father, you know, to... Basically, I just said, I don't know my limitations. You do. I am all yours. I'll keep walking until you tell me to stop. The next time we stopped, we were up on top, and the last 50 yards, or last 50 feet were, I mean, it got steeper, and the air got thinner. <laughs> but the breath, <laughs> but, but the air, I mean, my breathing got easier and easier every step don't tell me that God doesn't answer prayers because Justin and I know he does (laughs) and to have such a awesome person with me to witness that that he got me up there on top of that mountain and I floated on down and usually downhill is worse than uphill for anybody that has bad knees and hips but I didn't feel either one so thank you lord and (laughs) one last one was wednesday i was at a get my oil changed and the guy that i i've been going here forever he says ken what are you doing now and i said i'm disabled and he said do you mind if i ask why there's like there was a young lady and two other people sitting, kind of in the waiting room, or waiting for their car to get done. And I told them about my neuropathy and losing my toes and finding Jesus, and it was. And they started, "Oh, am I sorry?" And I goes, "No, please do not be sorry because it was a blessing. Because I wouldn't have found Jesus Christ if." I didn't have those toes taken off. So they said, when I was telling my story, these people are, you know, I'm thinking, oh, maybe they don't want to hear this, but they're like this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sitting there going, yes, Lord, we're going to have
4: fun today. (laughs) (laughs) And that's just the way this whole year has gone for me is that he just keeps rewarding me if I keep if I keep giving myself to Him, yeah, and mm-hmm. we just gotta learn that we have to. There you go. Make it. There
6: you
4: go.
8: Mm-hmm. Thank you. All
3: right. So this last year, um, I think the biggest thing for me was uh, being able to go back to school. Uh, a lot of you know I'm going to um, college uh, to get my music. And this is my last semester um, because I was out of work for a while um, I wasn't able to pay my uh, last semester's tuition so they don't let you register if you're not paid up and so I wasn't really sure I was gonna be able to go back to school Um, and I like I would get so worried and like um, get anxiety really bad like my heart would just I'd have heart palpitations and it would hurt. And I, for at first I was like, oh my gosh, I'm having a heart attack, but that wasn't it. Um, it was stress-induced, and um, um, I did a lot of praying. I had um, the worship team pray uh, over that for me for a long time, and nothing, there was like nothing. And the day of registration was coming up quick. And um, you know, I just got to that place where I had to like let it go. I had to be okay, that it was a possibility that I wasn't gonna get my degree. This is still a little wrong, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I said, God, I, I can't do this. So I'm giving this to you because I can't, I can't make this happen. And part of that, um, giving that up to God, um, it was in conjunction with, we were talking about um, that uh, God, uh, we, um, at the fall, we gave our authority to the enemy. And that uh, um, uh, the crucifixion, Jesus won it back, and then he gives it back to us. And I have forgotten that I had, I had power over my own spiritual life and over my own life, and I was just letting things happen. And I was just letting things happen. So I gave um, the, my struggle with my finances to God, and I realized that I have authority, that I can use that, so I can pray against the enemy and I can pray um, for the things that I need, trusting that no matter what happens, it was going to be God's. So if I wasn't going to go back, I wouldn't necessarily be happy about that, but I would have to accept that that's what God wanted. So um, to make a rather long story short, I went to my financial aid department, and they worked it out that I was able to go back um, this semester, have this whole semester um, I, I still owe a little, yeah. I still owe a little, um, but you know, I can take care of that. That's not a big deal. But the, the big thing that I learned was that um, I have authority, and I can use it, and I can recognize when I'm listening to um, lies. And I, I knew that I had that, I just had forgotten. It, it, um, I had listened to lies for so long and believed them for so long that I had forgotten that I had authority. Because we had talked about it a couple of years sure. ago. Sure. And um, so just having that renewed sense of, no, this is this is my life and I am going to trust God in it but also to play my part in it and do what um, he's calling me to do, which is to stand up. Thank you. Awesome.
0: Thank you. Well, guys, thank you so much for uh, your willingness to come up and share with us your stories. Would you just give them a, a hand and you guys can head on back down, right? And as uh, Jake gets back there, if you wouldn't mind bringing those pieces of paper up uh, that we have back there and uh, that box of cards as well. Um, My friends, we're going to take the the next few minutes and and the worship team can begin uh, coming up here too. Um, We've got some exciting things that we want to roll out in our 14th Mm -hmm. year here uh, because as you've heard these guys' story, we could be here for the next several days inviting each individual person up and asking those same questions because god has been so good and god has been so faithful and he has blown us away time and time again and he's continuing to do that and and so um we want to just continue to celebrate what god does mm-hmm. in and through this community it, it is just such a pleasure uh to uh to be in a church family with all of you and Justin and i are just so appreciative and overwhelmed uh, that we get uh, this amazing job to be able to do this and we want to thank you and we're really really excited uh to, for some future things and uh justin do you have anything to say before i hog up all of the time here so...
1: <laughs> no i mean everybody else uh the, these six up here um pretty much covered it yeah um yeah what else uh, you gotta add? yeah there's nothing yeah. you can't follow that yeah <laughs> So, um, we're going
0: to pass these uh, pieces of paper out. Maybe Justin and, and Brian here could do that. Uh, yeah. Piece
7: there. Yeah.
0: And just go ahead and hand those out to, uh, to each person here. Guys, we've got a couple of things we want to just uh, kind of vision cast for this next mm-hmm. year. And we're really, really uh, excited about something that is just called Realm Connect. It is an app that you can download on your phone. And we really want you guys all to kind of download that on on your phone. Um, I don't know how many of you are sick of all of the Facebook drama, but I know that I am. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, in in this app, this is our own app as a church, okay? This is going to be our own Facebook, if you will. It's our own social media. It's just for us, Yeah. all right? There's some really amazing, cool things in here, and this letter spells it out. But first of all... Uh, once you download that app, uh, you have your own profile, just like you would on, on Facebook or, or Twitter or one of those other social media things. And what we're taking all of those pictures for, that's going to be your profile pic, all right? And, you, of course, you can change it if you want. Uh, but uh, we're going to put that on there. And what's really cool about this, guys, is we can comment. There's just a news feed, just like you yeah. would on Facebook, that you can comment. We can also do groups. Uh, and and so we can have the Tuesday Bible study as as, uh, Janine was talking about or all this different stuff. Uh, We can do all these different groups and so in in that news feed Mm -hmm. is what's happening in each other's lives, uh, what's happening in the different groups. There's a place for events and uh, there's also a place for uh, giving. Uh, One of the things that uh, a lot of people ask for is, hey, is there a way to kind of maybe give online or is there a way that maybe I could just Have it just come out of my account because I always forget my checkbook and I I never remember cash or whatever. There's a whole section there. You can set it up yourself. You can put in your account number say, hey, yeah, I want to give on the third of each month or whatever. And it just automatically take care of it. Uh, And there is a directory of all of us. You get to decide on your profile what information you'd like to share with everybody else. Uh, And so then someone can look up and say, you know, I'd really like to get a hold of Brian And if Brian says, yeah, make my phone number public, his phone number would be there. And if not, you can just send him a private message right Right, there in the app. Say, hey, buddy, um, I'm kind of, you know, I'm struggling with this. Or, hey, I want to say hi. Or I want to say thank you or whatever. And we can just, this is about community. Okay, over and over and over again. Up here, these people just kept talking about how important community is. And how important it is in their walk. And this is one of the ways that we can go about uh, and in doing that. Mm-hmm. All right? So what there's, else do you have to There's also, about
1: um, through this, um, uh, there's, there's uh, the opportunity for prayer requests. Yes. Um, uh, just to reinforce, give more avenues of connection. Um, so you can post a prayer request and then get, just like we do on Facebook, but again, sometimes there's a lot of drama. But a lot of drama. this so goes this just, just, to just to our community. Just us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: What I like about the event thing is then uh, there are, even when you, when you sign up for an event, let's say we're doing the picnic, and uh, you say, yes, I want an RSVP. Then a drop-down comes and says, what are you bringing? And you can say, oh, I'll bring this and I'll bring that. And so that little uh, piece of paper we hand out, we can have a, an event that's mm-hmm. just, we're feeding the hungry and we need four people to bring dessert. And then that, that once four people click it, you say, the dessert's taken care of. It's that simple, it's that easy. We're all on our phones all the time anyway. So this is an app that is for us. So when you go to your Google Play Store or your Apple App Store, it's just Realm Connect, and it looks just like this. Just like that. Okay? Now, the other thing that uh, we're, the next thing that we're really excited about is we are beginning a brand-new series. And one of the things that everybody talked about here is learning, growing, uh, having the reality of just Christ set in and the way that we go verse by verse. So next Friday, guys, we're starting our brand new series, which is which is called Breakthrough, and it is the Gospel of Luke. Guys, I love the Gospel of Luke. In fact, it is my favorite gospel because Luke is a historian, so he just approaches things very, very differently. And we're going to go verse by verse through the Gospel of Luke. And guys, this is the series that you invite your non-believing friends to, your friends who maybe uh, love Jesus but don't love church, uh, people who are like, oh, "Who is this Jesus guy really?" This is the series, okay, to to really do that. And we're going to take over a year and go verse by verse through the gospel of Luke and study it all. All the history, the culture, what Jesus was really saying, what he really meant, all of that stuff. So Mm -hmm. what we've done, guys, is we have printed up over a thousand business cards like this. That's got the art on this side and then the logo and the times and the information on the back. And so this is an opportunity for you guys to come up and say, hey, I, I, I'm going to go. We've got 1,000 of them right here in a box. All right? Uh, <laughs> go ahead and take 10, 15, 20 of them. Pass them out to your neighbors, your coworkers, your friends. Yeah. And say, hey, come, come check out who Jesus really is. Yep. Not, uh, not what the History Channel says, by the way, which is bogus. Uh kind of uh, so, They miss it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so don't do that. Uh, yeah. so, and we made it even easier to invite your friends. Yeah. So, not only do you have that opportunity with business cards, but we actually created what's called an Evite, vite uh-huh. uh, And the link is right here on your page. You can simply send that as a text message. You yeah. can send that as a Facebook post. You can send that as a Twitter feed. You can send that as in an Instagram. You can send that in an email. You can send it, however. You don't even have to leave your house to invite every That's person correct. you know to come to this series. <laughs> Trying
1: I'm to make it easy. it as
0: easy as possible. Trying to make it easy. All right, to, to invite your guys. All right. Uh, anything you want to add about either of those? those no, things? no,
1: um, guys. When you guys grab these, um, don't just grab them and then like throw them in the console of your car and forget about them. Because that's kind of. <laughs> but put, you know, um, put them in your wallet. Put them uh, in your purse, ladies. Uh, just throw three, or three, six, seven, fifteen. Forty, whatever, forty, yes. and then uh, like Ken, he's out at getting his oil changed. Hey,
0: those people are leaning in. They're people leaning all, in. So where do you go to church? <laughs> well, let me show
1: you. And then this is our current series. Right? It's, it's, and, and here, here you go. go.
0: Come on in. Check out who Jesus is. All right? So the next thing we want to do is, um, as you know, we've been working in the last six months on doing a live stream. And uh, um, and, and people from, it is crazy to look at the map of mm-hmm. people who are checking out our church. See, we, we believe that Waypoints is very unique. We believe that it fits a very unique niche within the body of Christ. And we believe that that niche can reach more people than just who's right here. Right. In fact, the latest yep. statistics show that between 40 and 50% of people in America find their spiritual information and their growth via the internet. Watching videos, reading blogs, that sort of stuff. And that's why we've put so much time and effort into making sure that our website and our Facebook and our Instagram and all these sorts of things uh, are, are up to date and they're current so that other people can find them and hopefully find... The gospel, and through our live stream, it's a wonderful way to be able to get that out. We had a wonderful donation a couple of months ago uh, of a really nice HD uh, camera. In fact, it is the first night we're using this camera. Uh, and with that, and with the setup we have, we're going live not only on our on our website, but we're going live on Facebook. We'll be going live on uh, YouTube. We'll be doing all sorts of things where we can get the message of Jesus within the unique niche of our community uh, out for anybody and everybody to find. And so we want to encourage you to promote that uh, because if somebody's looking for Jesus, uh, we want to be able to help them find him, all right? And so uh, that's that's thing. So there's some, some details in here uh, and uh, some information about why we do that and why we're so mm-hmm. focused on that. And, and then uh, because of that, the, the next thing, the fourth thing, Guys, is we've been really working hard on our website, waypoints.church. If you haven't been on there yet, please, please, please get on there, and you will find a link to our library. We have over 250 of our past messages and worship gathering the videos there uh, for anyone and everyone to see. And with that, we have a captain's blog where Justin and I are going to be blogging, uh, hopefully at least each week, about important things. Uh, that are going on in the world and how Jesus should view those, or how Jesus does view those things and how we should interact with them. And also with that, uh, we are now in iTunes in the audio podcast. So people can download it and listen to the top 10 in their car. Most importantly, listen to the gospel. But yeah, the top 10, those sorts of things in their car and and get the word out via podcast. Because guys, we are the hands of the feet of the gospel. This is our job to get the word of Jesus out. And so we are investing our time, investing our resources to get the word beyond the four walls of this church, and using the internet, social media, and different platforms to get that, Mm -hmm. and then giving you the opportunities to let people know about Jesus and invite them to check him out. It's not about checking waypoints out. It's about checking Jesus out, because as these people communicated, and as so many other people communicated, uh, uh, can communicate there out in the audience, that, that Jesus changes lives. That he's alive and well and he's doing his thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What do you have there, big guy?
1: I've I'm re- talked the entire I, time. I, 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 that's okay. All right. <laughs> I am really excited to see where this is going. You know, um, between the new series and all this, um, with 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 Realm Connect and uh, live streaming on on multiple different platforms, it's almost like yes, almost like we have reached that age where Dad's like. Here's a little more responsibility. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, mean, I feel it's, that it's, way. Yeah, it, we're on the internet we don't now. We do quite have the keys to the car, but we're getting there. <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's just it's just so cool to see the uh, um, uh, what God is doing and the tapestry of people that uh, uh, He is putting together yeah. and continuing to put together right. through um, right. the new endeavors on yeah. with live streaming and stuff like that. So I'm just really excited. Me too. Me too. I'm excited. So yeah, that's good. That's good.
0: So after we get done celebrating with a couple of more songs, mm-hmm. back there by mm-hmm. our, our big uh, painted logo there, there's gonna be a place for you to get your photo that we will put in. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna create just the basic uh, thing, your, your picture and your email in your profile, and then we will email you, which is why David is, is double checking all the email addresses, mm-hmm. the link to be able to, to um, get on your profile and do all that stuff. Um, and then there's a spot back there, guys, and we really hope that you hang out for, you know, the next hour if you want to. Uh, and we're going to have a spot back there with a with a camcorder and, and with a, a microphone where you can share just a little bit about what God has been doing in your life through Waypoints. And just like these people, you can go and you yep. can share, share a minute or whatever, and, and we will take those videos and we will use them on these social media platforms and our websites to help promote the life change that Jesus could do. All right? And so if you'd like to share and do that, we'll have that afterwards, all right? So why don't we pray a a blessing as a community? Let's first, go ahead and let's stand. Let's uh, slide in that awkward, uh, or slide in your chairs, get that awkward sound out of the way. Let me just uh, lead us in a prayer of of blessing. And then we're just going to worship God. And then we're going to have some cake. And we got a couple of kegs over here filled with root beer and cream soda. And we're going to have ice cream. And we're going to party together. And we're going to take pictures and videos. And it's going to be great. But let's continue to give glory where it is due to him. Please join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you for this crazy family that we call Waypoints. There's no place we'd rather be, Lord. You knew us as individuals. And you knew that together... You could do mighty things. That together that we could love on each other and we could encourage each other, we could build each other up. You knew that together that we could experience life, that we could grow. Which is why so many years ago you created that vision statement of charting a course through life together. Father, thank you for that. And we ask your blessing upon waypoints. Father, we pray that you would open the doors, that you would expand our territory, that you would help us to present the gospel to new people, and to hear new stories of what you can and you will do through their lives. Father, we love you. We thank you. It's in your precious and holy name that we pray. And all of God's people said, let's worship a couple of songs here.